Ah, so we had uh, session 25 last night of our Dragons of Icefire Peak uh, campaign. I figure that's probably going to wrap up in the next two or three weeks. Um, uh, you might be able to tell we've got a bit of a cold or something going on right now. So last night was a shorter than usual session. Um, we finished up the... Uh, tower quest in this uh, divine contention uh, arc of the game and in which they had a return trip to back to Thalavar's tower in, in town in Lelon and uh, it was one of the quests up on the job board where uh, Galio had asked for some assistance and it turns out that he had uh, rebuilt the planar beacon and had been traveling into the ethereal plane and had captured a couple uh, star spawn and brought them back and the beacon keeps them docile and quiet so he has had a couple of those caged up that he's been trying to study and uh, figure out a way to communicate with and uh, is hoping to turn them to use them as uh, a helpful defense for Leylon because everyone uh, seems like things are escalating and the council and the people of the town just have a uh, sense that there's going to be trouble brewing soon and, and some sort of concerted uh, attempt to invade the town. Uh, again, they don't, for the most part, I think Galio's the only one who's really strongly aware of the ruined stone, and he's been actively looking for it following the research that Thalavar left behind, and having been sent down from Neverwinter, uh, as, as an agent of the, uh, the Many Star Cloak, uh, it came to fruition where he sort of found the location of the Ruined Stone and he was wanting help to go get it, but uh, it's under the guise of bringing back more creatures. So we went through uh, that scenario last night. Our monk, our wizard, and our paladin uh, traveled back to the tower in town. Did have a few little uh, side jaunts around town. Uh, went back to the peculiarity shop. Uh, purchased a couple of small items there. Um, they had asked about or inquired about the emissary quest to travel back to or travel up to uh, Neverwinter to talk to the king or Lord uh, Neverember and see about getting reinforcements or additional help and uh, they decided to put that off till next time so onward with uh, the quest to the tower um, so they were able to uh, enter the tower and been, uh, with no issue there because they had been there before at least two of the three characters and had met Gallio and and uh, the guard captain who's uh, not really effective at his, at his job certainly doesn't put much of himself into it but um, they quickly uh, found out what's going on from Gallio, went up to his laboratory level where they had a, <clears throat> he gave a, a little bit of a what's expected to happen, slipping into the ethereal and all of that where he's got to uh, cast a spell and take them all into the upper level of the tower, which isn't even visible on this plane. It only exists in the astral, or uh, I did that a lot last night too, the ethereal plane. 
So he cast his etherealness spell, and the uh, little silver bell triggered, triggered the transition over. So they got to see um, a, an archway that wasn't there before, traveled up. Uh, they could still sort of hazily see around and made a mention that you could note down below you, you can see the planar beacon giving off its uh, almost lighthouse effect as it slowly turned around in the room below you. Um, they were able to get a couple more of the uh, star, <coughs> star spawn manglers uh, through... They got ambushed by one uh, because it was hiding in the mist, and they're pretty, pretty stealthy as far as that goes. And they had seen one off in the distance and were focused on it, so it had a, a partner in in crime <clears throat> to say. And so poor Steve, the paladin, got bushwhacked and ambushed uh, by this thing and hit pretty good. Uh, then they all concentrated. Uh, <laughs> concentrated fire and up until that point the co the conversation was like one of the player characters was uh, against the, they didn't immediately get jumped by the star spawn that they saw and uh, I just sort of played it off like it was a little bit curious about them and they were just looking at each other and the wizard was like ah, I, I, I feel really bad about this guys I don't think we should just attack these poor monsters uh, of course, the monk uh, wasn't as concerned about the, uh, the I don't know, the, the feelings or the, the uh, morality of it all. It was just like, well, we're here for a mission. So, And then Steve was able to uh, use his one of his paladin abilities and did uh, do the old detect evil. And when uh, it was determined that these were inherently evil, natural, ethereal, plain um, dwellers, they were like, well, that fits the bill, and proceeded to try to uh, <coughs> capture one, um, and meanwhile, that went on, um, that was a, I don't want to say meticulous, but it was a little bit slow going as the monk engaged with it, uh, and, and then at that point, Steve got hit from behind by the uh, fear, flurry attack with the other one. And that amped things up a bit because I think uh, it did almost a third or a quarter of his hit point total in damage that round. Hit him pretty hard. Um, so he reacted uh, violently and he's got a uh, long sword of either swiftness or speed that allows him to have an extra attack once a round. So he starts wailing on this thing, throwing smites into it and uh, is able to take it down to... Oh my gosh, it was just uh, a handful of uh, hit points in the first round. So the next round, they proceed to beat on these other two creatures until they uh, knock them unconscious and start dragging them back to the portal to go downstairs to the archway. Managed to get them uh, downstairs and into the cages as they were unconscious so they didn't really they just moved a little slower they didn't really have a contest about it got them locked in the cages so now there are four of these star spawn uh, in the fourth level of the tower caged up and at that point uh, they heard or they went back upstairs and could hear and see a bit of a pulse as uh, Galio who had been invisible up to this point decided to uh, 
try to make it grab for the ruined stone and set off its wild magic field, um, releasing the two downstairs that were up until that point in mostly a stasis type. Uh, the beacon was no longer holding them. Uh, the other two were still unconscious and uh, the cage doors rattled loose. So they grabbed a Galio and uh, there were a couple of the ghosts from the Swords of Leylon that tried to intercede there and uh, sort of get them to leave the wizard for now and go downstairs and deal with the creatures. But they were adamant and that they wanted to get him out. So they drug him down, all returned back to the prime plane and then uh, proceeded to have a uh, combat with the two free star spawn downstairs. And once that was wrapped up, they had another conversation with the ghost about the possibility of someone binding themselves to the uh, ruined stone in case it was tried to be used again. It would uh, instead explode, and of course, that would be taking the bonded person with them, uh, where there would be a disintegration and you know, bye bye for, for them. Nobody wanted to do that, uh, although they had a metagame discussion about how, well, it seems like that would sort of be like the thing we should do, but we're not going to do it. So they tried to get Galio to uh, willfully bond himself with it, but uh, his uh, self-preservation was a little too strong, even though he felt a lot of regret um, about what had happened. He had pretty much blamed the previous whoopsie on uh, the spell plague that happened at the same time uh, about a hundred years ago so that was his belief so he didn't he didn't know that there was a wild magic field I guess only the ghosts were really privy to that because the same thing happened to Thalavar you know a hundred years ago when he tried it and it let loose more of the creatures so uh, the plan to use them as a defense for the town is now kaput the planar beacon is uh, at least shut down. It wasn't really destroyed. It's more made inert. Um, shut off from any of the magic burst that happened from the, uh, the ruined stone being touched upstairs. Um, severely damaged uh, Galio with some like radiation type burns on him. So after that, uh, they turned... Galio over to the guard captain uh, in which and then went back and <clears throat> spoke to a couple of the town council members in which case they were going to have a little powwow about what to do with Galio. Uh, they weren't going to turn him over to the priest of Tyr in town that had been dealing with uh, meeting out justice here lately because um, they sort of figured it was a bit higher level than just, you know, pickpocketing or anything like that, that this was a true danger to the entire town. And so he's going to be sent back to uh, <clears throat> have a little, uh, probably a, a short audience with uh, Lord Neverember since he was assigned the post by him. And then uh, going to be turned over to the, the characters um, want to turn him, the players, sorry, want to turn him over to the uh he confessed to being a member of the many starred cloak uh, wizard group. Um, at least it's partially. It has a a base up in uh, Waterdeep, 
So uh, I kind of figured they'd take him with them on the boat and go back to Waterdeep next uh, time and have the uh, emissary quest and also as a little bit of a side job take take Gallio with them, turn him in over to the hands of justice, but that could be a little tricky because Lord Neverember um, isn't, I guess, the best lord uh, as far as being, you know, putting his people first and everything. Uh, apparently he's the one that uh, <laughs> embezzled all the gold pieces that you're looking for in the Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Uh, spoiler alert, post haste. So, and he was also deposed as the, let's see, the, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, was it the, o I thought he was deposed as like the overlord uh, by somebody because they found out he was not doing a good job, so we'll see how this turns out. Um, they may have a little bit of political intrigue next week instead of a simple um, little chit-chat with the Lord Never Ember. We shall see. But uh, anyway, it was a pretty good session, and at the end of it, tried to, <coughs> to institute the old uh, feedback tool of uh, stars and wishes, where tried to get each player to mention any stars uh, that they recalled during from the session, and that's any particular any particular highlight, whether it was them or another character or something that had happened that they thought was was neat or cool. And then wishes is um, where you're trying to get them to talk about where something didn't happen and they preferred that it would have, you know, a literal wish as far as, you know, game-type happenings. Um, nobody really had anything with that. Uh, they did seem to enjoy the uh, talking to the uh, ghosts from the Swords of Leylon. And uh, it was a pretty... Uh, quickly paced, did not have much downtime where they really sat and just talked to anybody, you know, a little bit beforehand at the uh, peculiarity shop, but that's kind of been a standard, if they're in town, they tend to stop by there just to see what's available, so it was a, like I said, shorter than usual session, um, I wasn't feeling under the weather, and I told them a couple times that uh, didn't want to, you know, keep, keep running to our usual post 11 o'clock time so uh, we finished up a little after 10 or so so uh, it was a good session and like I said finish we should be finishing up this campaign in the next couple weeks maybe three uh, and then we're going to take a little break before we move into Curse of Strahd so we'll see what happens then.